Yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Blurred Podcast, episode 18. As always, we have Green Tuner. Hello. Yeah, not a too cool stream day, so it kind of got me off uh, off a little bit, you know, mentally getting into the space, you know. Uh, but, you know, I'm glad we're here. Glad we could knock it out on a Sunday of all days. Yeah, um, go figure. I know. I wonder whose fault is that this time. <laughs> dark side dark but, side. yeah you know normally is you know like the first 15 minutes we just rag on the ed and so forth mm-hmm. <laughs> everything is his fault but nope this time is dark side which is quite change surprising it yeah you gotta change it up you know you gotta confuse you gotta confuse the body a little bit so it's all good but yeah crazy crazy weekend uh entertainment uh this week oh and because I couldn't, I couldn't find any good shoes for a sneaker talk. Unfortunately, there's no sneaker talk this week. I know what? you guys oh, are upset. Man. I know, I know. Should I know Dark Side are, always uh, looks forward to this. He does. Do. He always <laughs> looks forward to it. And you know, I, I know the 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 week I was gone and we did sneaker talk. He, I, I saw the tears in his eyes and oh, the, how upset he was. But um, yeah. Couldn't find. I actually went. I do have a pair of sneakers. I think I, I think I did talk about them, but I'm not entirely sure. I don't know. And well, I'll save it for another, another episode. But okay. uh, I got a lot of sneakers, but unfortunately, the sneakers that I want are not in the room. They're in my bedroom, and I didn't realize it until like the last second. So mm. you got you. Okay. Is that why you don't have your uh, shoe store wallpaper on? Yeah, no, no, I actually uh, took it off because, yeah, I decided to give the shoe store a break this week. I'm actually all breaking out for the most part. I think I've had that wallpaper up for two weeks now. Yes. Uh, you know, people think I actually live at a shoe store. So, you know, I'm trying to, you know, break up the monotony a little bit. And, yeah, this is my home without uh, any, like, it's just a boring wall. There's actually nothing back there, which is kind of sad. It's half of that. I, I do have plans for these back walls, maybe, but... It's like the same wall that I show for like my job. So I don't want to necessarily put anything too crazy up there. I no. was initially going to put like sneakers everywhere, but I don't want to be like talking to my, my boss's boss. It's like the CEO of the company and be like, yeah, yeah. so guys, I want you yeah. to take me seriously and give me a pay raise while there's Jordans in the background spinning and anime mm-hmm. girls and so forth. And, you know, put the Anaconda po- uh, poster. Exactly, yeah. and like an old little Kim poster busting. It oh, open. everyone yeah. had that poster. I got a good everybody idea. Did. What about like everybody a picture, a um, a father and son picture of me holding you as a, as a child? <laughs> That'd be great for background. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> uh, Ed, no, absolutely not. You know, I am your father. You're always gonna be my favorite daughter, and absolutely not. But yeah, I plan to do something back there, but I got to think of something a little bit more tasteful than, you know, anime body pillows and so forth. So we'll see what There's happens. There's nothing more tasteful than a Hiago. A Hiago? A Hiago? How would you say it? Uh, I think that's right. That's right. A Hiago? It's yeah. the one where people like girls making like <clears throat> weird... Uh, Organic oh, faces. oh yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. yeah with the cross eyes and the stuff yeah. that's that's weird that you know that but um yeah i know that was like kind of like a big thing uh i don't know if it's still a big thing do people still do that Is i've that heard less that? of it yeah what? the iago or heyago face oh, yeah, yeah. whatever Look, you, you go you live long enough in the internet you get to see all these 
beautiful trends that are out there. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. But um, no, I, I'm not gonna put that in my background because yeah, I don't want my boss to necessarily see that. That'll be a little awkward and weird. No, but, be pretty well, cool. I'm sure you you'll find cat ears and uh, <laughs> <laughs> or do the what's it called the, the eye patch with the naruto bandana on <laughs> yes i'm sure the business meeting yeah I'm, I'm gonna go to a business meeting with uh uh contacts with shrinking contacts <laughs> uh naruto jitsus and all that yeah i'm yeah. sure do you still have that sword no you know the funny thing no? is my parents is in my parents house well i couldn't like i guess i could like ship it to my house i mean it's just a sword <laughs> but yeah my parents have it like displayed in their house and oh, really yeah they have actually like posted like on like they have like this grand piano at their house and like tucked right beside it is my large like eight foot swords <laughs> and my parents I'm, i kind of always when i'm like y'all know that's like an anime sword but i don't want to embarrass them but like of course yeah they have this the so for like the sephiroth sword yeah, no. but no, it's more from Bleach. Uh, it's Bleach. Bleach. Oh, his, okay. uh, you went with us, right? Okay, it's, it's his pre Bankai or no, it's Bankai. Oh, I forgot what it's called. Oh, it's, it's Bankai. Bankai yeah, Zengetsu. Yeah. Zeng- Zeng- is it? It's one of the Zengetsu. Yeah, Zengetsu is what. Yeah, Zengetsu. Tessa, Tessa Zengetsu, whatever. Um, yeah, remember we went to that comic book uh, convention, and I bought the. Oh, story. you bought it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. yeah, and then he had that small ass sports sporty car. I remember so yelling yeah. Bankai in the street. The sword from the front <laughs> all the way to the back seat, so it could fit. Yeah, like yeah, I think whoever yeah it had to go in the, yeah, I remember the, the front seat. I remember yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was man, that was from a different life, very different. Life. That was from a different. Yeah, life. that was I had spiky hair. I tried to have like spiky hair back in the day okay. with a little visor. Wow, crazy times, <laughs> crazy times. But yeah, we got that from that that anime convention, and um, my parents ended up keeping it. I had another sword as well that I actually took with me back when I was at, uh, back in, uh, in the army, I took it back with me. I don't know what happened to that sword. I ended up losing that sword. I think someone stole it. Um, so there's probably a sword out there that's, you know, either helping out with, uh, seppuku, what was it, uh, what's it called? Seppuku. Yeah. Seppuku or mass murdering in Japan. But you know, somebody has or my to sword. hunt down, uh, vampires at nightclubs. And vampires and nightclubs, <laughs> demon slayers, whatever. You know, it was a badass sword because it had no hilt. It was one of those like, like I don't know what the kind of swords they're called, but it was pretty badass. But yeah, I think someone. I just it. imagine your your father like somebody breaks into your house and he has the sword and <laughs> he pulls up the eight foot sword. <laughs> he tries. He has yeah, to run across the room just to unsheath it. Yeah. No, no, I want him. I want him to trigger his bunkai. Be like, yeah. I, I want bunkai. that one. <laughs> No, but you can't say just bunkai. You gotta say bun. Okay. And then yeah, just do it better. Gotta, I remember yeah. I, t- I did take that sword outside. And so we have this bay tree in our front yard. Were you I practicing had, in your front yard? I, I, I promise you, yes. So I remember yeah, when I, this sword, I literally was practicing with that heavy ass sword and I was cutting off limbs. And I don't know why I felt like such a badass until it's time to put the sheath back into the sword. You know, of course, you can't do it like an anime where they just like, for some reason, like, like each person has eight foot long arms. And I tried to do that with mine and I failed miserably. I ended up cutting myself. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I was like, yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, 
they're like, nope, the guy used two hands and I had to put it on the ground, put it back in. It was quite embarrassing. But um, yeah, I just actually pretend uh, I was Ichigo Kurosaki. Uh, Kurosaki Ichigo. There we go. I'm going to say it the right mm. way. Kurosaki yeah, that's Ichigo. a conversation starter if there's any. If you just have that giant sword <laughs> hung on your wall. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, I got so many women because of that. <laughs> they saw me in the front yard. You hear tiger like, Oh my goodness. Is that bleach? <laughs> Is it bleach? Are, are you a soul reaper? <laughs> like, maybe I never thought you'd ask. Is that Kurosaki Ichigo? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, I showed him lots of bankas, lots of bankas. That one full of that, girls yeah. stops midway in the drive, like, oh my god! <laughs> they take off, they take off their glasses. Like, Holy shit! <laughs> are you are you Kurosaki Ichigo? It's Kurosaki Ichigo, <laughs> uh, a third squad. Yeah, like, oh my goodness! Maybe you want to see my bankai? I'll take you out there. It's crazy, crazy. Good times, man. Good times. Uh, those were good. Times. Yeah, aren't you guys trying to go to a comic book convention sometime soon? Isn't that I want to go. Closer? Nobody responded to my. There's question. one in December. It's yeah, in December. I don't know. C2E2. Yeah. You're not going, saying I don't know. Well, we'll see. I mean, I'll, I'll go if I'm available. I don't know. We can only December's we can a busy go, uh, time for me. That's true. Mm. Yeah, C2E2. Ed, are you going? I can find. I can find what, some what time. What day is that on? C2E2. It's uh, from December 10th to the 12th. Oh, uh, so Friday oh. to Sunday. Are you sure? Plus we go. It sounds like yeah. a mm-hmm. I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking at the website right now, and it says they uh, they pushed it. Oh, like yeah, they canceled yeah. it. Buy your you gotta buy your badges before October 24th. Because usually it's in like February or. We March. never buy our badges. We usually buy it at the gate. Yeah, we're pretty stupid. We're pretty lazy. <laughs> oh wow, they're gonna have. Hayden I think I did it right one time, and that's about it. They're gonna have Hayden Christensen. That's gonna be pretty awesome. Um, I don't want Hayden. I want Anakin? the other guy that played the young Anakin. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. The one that everyone. Jake hates. Lloyd. The kid. I want Kidster. Kidster. Wow. Why is this Trina uh, Nishimura? Why she look familiar? Oh, why she? Oh, I'm just looking at like the C2E2 guest. Oh. And uh, Hayden Christensen. I think he was. He's the. Oh, John Cena is going to be there. You're not going to yep. see him at all, but he will be there. Yeah, uh, he will be there probably on Saturday for two minutes. Yeah, he'll be like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think he's actually going to show up. I think they're going to oh, put like a cardboard. Uh, Chris cutout. Claremont's there, Syed. Uh, yeah, I, I, I met him. <laughs> Not a fan before. Uh, yeah, I met him before. Oh, okay. Yeah, be cool to see uh Anakin there, Hayden Kirkinson. I just want that. Frank Miller so I can get my copy of uh, what's it called? Holy uh, Terror. Of, uh, Holy Terror signed. Specifically in the part where the guy He's is a big like, fan, all the ter- the Muslims. <laughs> Please sign this page. <laughs> <laughs> is he going to be there? No, he's not. No, I don't no. think he goes to guns anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah, they have a lot. He looks of like pure hell. Who? <laughs> um, what's it called? Um, Frank. Frank Miller. Mm. Oh. There's not a lot of big guests. I'm looking at this. Thing. Yeah, there's not. No, a lot of it seemed like it's last minute. They're just grabbing whoever they can. I mean, we're still coming off of the whole COVID situation. So, I mean, I'm not. I'm not That's surprised. what I'm saying. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not through the moon for this idea. I just yeah. haven't gone to a, a comic con in a while. That's why. Mm. Yeah, it makes it, it makes it normal. I guess it makes it a little bit more regular. I guess. Well, we'll see where sense. we're at in December. As a society, they got a lot okay, of voice actors. They got a lot of voice actors in here for like different anime. Like they have yeah. like 
so many people from my hero academia attack on Ooh. titan um that's if you it's, watch that's what you more like dub. an asin if you watch dub like a neanderthal then yes yeah. you're gonna go there and be like oh well, my favorite dub actor is there like no one who listens to dub jeez we just had a conversation about this last episode oh, yes, you may not you may if you are an audio listener and then watch us live you probably don't know what we're talking about because the episode mm. has not been uploaded yet the audio hopefully, episode hopefully it will be yeah. uh uploaded soon but um we were just talking about how we watched uh star wars visions and how dark side and i could mm. not watch it without it being in uh sub like sub, we cannot yeah. watch dub like uh it's i no and no hate to our american english actors and you know voiceover actors it's just not the same like you just don't capture like um yeah i started watching uh star wars visions too and i did the same thing Mm -hmm. but i had for some reason i just couldn't do it any other way i had to make the text yellow (laughs) and like large that works because in the old school animes that i used to watch yeah they were uh, yellow yeah yeah yeah, they were always yellow so it was like a white lettering with the blind for some reason it was harder for me to read it that way so i had to challenge to like yellow font with like the black outlines and everything i was like okay that's much easier to read yeah, because yeah. the old anime back in the day felt like it was always like third party, uh, like sub. It was fan yes. subs. It was yeah. fan, fan subs. Fan dubs. Yeah. Sorry, it was fan, fan subs. Yeah. Fan subs. Yeah, fan yeah. subs. Yeah, it was so. fan subs, and it was a lot when you downloaded them online. You could see who did the fan subs. There were groups that did that. Yeah, the group that did it, and some groups were like well known and sought after. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Like the new ones when they do the dubs because they have to make it match the mouth. They will sometimes change things. Yeah. So if you ever watch like a dubbed episode or something and then do it again with a sub, the subs will be slightly different mm-hmm. than the dubbed episodes. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, no. so it's no, always sounds... better to do sub just because you can actually you actually know what they're trying to convey. Right. Yeah, but yeah. there's a lot of like um fond memories I have from like watching uh, anime dubbed like on TV. There's a lot of like mannerisms I'm sure Some they haven't. Yeah, where's this? Cowboy like, Bebop is one of them that I can think of. Where well, I mean, it's pretty good. Star. It, well, you think oh, that star, are good? Yeah. Which one? Are you talking about the good, like good, good ones? Yeah, I'm talking about like general mannerisms in anime when they're translated, where people like characters will have odd pauses in the middle of their conversations, <laughs> yeah. and you'll it'll just be because the Japanese just takes longer to say. Or, yeah, or yeah. someone will like, oh, what's that? Oh, my God. You know, when they do that, they're obviously just <laughs> stretching out the before the next character speaks. There's all these weird oh. isms that I'm used to now. And it all just comes from them trying to make, you know, make it work. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just like, I love that stuff, even though what I'm sure they the, didn't intend to do it. Uh, Speed Racer. Did you have you ever watched the old Speed Racer? Uh, yeah, where he talks really fast. Yeah. Oh, we gotta yeah. like, we'll do a lot of that oh. thing. Like, do the long, oh, <laughs> yeah. The, the, like the old animes, yeah, they definitely have those weird, like, yeah, sometimes they will talk super fast just to try mm-hmm. to catch up, or they would, um, have like the weird manner, mannerisms, mannerisms, and mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's so weird. It's hard to capture that back into like dub, uh, dubbed anime because while like there's only a few animes that i can listen to dub that just sounds good so you know it's just weird like um 
Uh, so Ed brought up a good one, like Outlaw Star. That was a good Outlaw one. Star. That was an oh excellent. My goodness. One. I love that. Well, Ed's hitting, you know, he hit he's hitting the uh tsunami. Uh and what was it? Had, they had the tsunami uh after dark uh series as well. But yeah, mm-hmm. Outlaw Star, um, like Big O, Dragon Ball Z, you know, oh, yeah. those are fully animes cooly. that are really fully cool. Oh, yeah, those are really good. What was the one with the kid? Uh, it was really dark, but it was with the one with the kid in uh, skateboards, or uh, not skateboarded with. Um, yeah, that's um. That had a band, and he had like rollerblades. Yeah, it was really good. It was like a limited. It was series. really good, but the episodes could get dark. There was one whole episode dedicated about three people that were gonna commit suicide. It was an and anthology it was a episode. Yeah. Anime with a kid. Anime kid with a bat. You'll know what it is. And he has rollerblades. Was that on Tsunami? Yeah, it's, it's an anthology series that revolved around a serial killer or like a kid. Yes, a serial oh, killer. Oh, Paranoia Asian. Paranoia, Paranoia Asian. Asian. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> they, they had some weird animes back in the day. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Fully Cooley, speaking of weird animes. It was cool. That was like super, like hyper stylized. It was like, uh, you know, back in the day, let's say. I liked it too, but I'm saying it was. Way different than all the other animes from back in the day, mm. like wasn't the animation a, style. Wasn't there a part two of that? Yes, there is I never saw se- part two. I've, I haven't seen it either. Um, but yeah, they did make a sequel or at least a second season of Fully Cooley. Yeah, the Fully Cooley it was such a weird thing. Like it was like a story within a story, but like they kept the the original, the main story, this main storyline of like the the Pirate King being a thing and actually at the very end you actually see um like this payoff with the actual pirate king showing up that was that was really cool um but yeah fully coolly was uh definitely it was one but see for us it might be weird because i guess for like american cop or american animation it was everything was for the most part like very self-contained with the episode and it was structured but fully coolly it just seemed like every single Every single opportunity to avert from going down the expected path, that's what Fully Cooley did. So that was it was a cool it was a cool anime from back. In it the was day. a cool anime because yeah. it, from what I remember, they didn't even follow like a regular like a story structure. It was like yeah. it was all over the place. It was, and it would have like weird pauses sometimes, and sometimes they would be mid into a story and then just completely shifted to something that had nothing to do with the story that you'd be watching up to that point. Right, like the father. I remember the father being in love with the alien chick, and like they made like very strong references that they were sleeping together, and like the son was like you know getting all jealous because he thought the father was begging the girl that he liked. Come to find out, it wasn't like that. She was just using him for whatever, like using his brain power, trying to conjure up a portal to like the pirate king. It's just like for for an. Mm-hmm. For a kid watching that, you may not understand all like all the references, but it was just really weird for a kid uh, anime back in the day. But yeah, Toonami had some great choices in anime. Yeah, like Big yeah. O to, to, to this day. Big O, kind of, that was so good. That was a good anime. Um, but yeah, yeah. also had the little Conan, right? I never watched that one. Conan? I remember that one was Conan. another one. Detective Conan. Detective uh, Conan, Conan, the kid. Yeah. Yeah. I know about it. I, I, I didn't watch it. Yeah, same thing well, maybe one day, fellas, we can put together a list of anime episodes and talk about uh, in detail about how much we love anime. I think we've. How many like we of have... those uh, can be hentai or is it just all <laughs> mass consumption? Oh, what, you oh, do, I... 
I mean, the fact that you asked, I, mean, mm-hmm. I assumed I mean, it would all be. You are a man. <laughs> That's yeah. all my top ten. <laughs> yeah. You are a man of culture. So uh, I mean, what's a Dragon Ball Z? I don't know what you're talking about. Remember, remember we went to a um, went to one comic book convention and they so, ended up like, so they, Yeah, there were so many, like there was like a whole hentai section. We're just like, yeah. what the hell? He's like, these do very well. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they yeah, do. I remember, was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the poor kids who were just like searching through trying to find like yeah. their favorite Dragon Ball Z episode and like, hey mom, look at this one. Yeah, that's yeah, when I when I went to like my first convention, there were like whole like massive booths of not hentai, like pornography, just like yeah. Ed, yeah. like Wizard World, like massive like booths. And this was when physical media, that was the only way to get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as I was like, those those booths were full. Yeah, no, yes, they're always full. And that's the thing. I feel it's... bad for the mom or the father mm-hmm. who their kid, they're not paying attention. And their kid's like, hey, mom, I want to have, you know, bring the Sailor, Sailor Moon and the, and, and the Seven Dragon Balls. And be like, that's what it was called, too, wasn't it? it? it, it was yeah, Moon. well, that's <laughs> yeah. actually what I was going to say. But we have a friend that went with us. And that's the only reason I know about it because I remember he saw it and he bought it. It was uh, Dra- Sailor Moon and the Seven Balls, wasn't it? Yeah, so was it? Yeah, something yeah like and it. the cover yeah. was basically like Sailor Moon spread eagle with like Goku behind her or something. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. And yeah, uh, yeah I'm just. Uh, yeah. You know what? I, I wonder think, how much money think... they had to pay to license that because I'm pretty sure that was a legally licensed product. Yeah, I'm think, sure it was. Think, yeah, of course. Yes, it was definitely legally <laughs> licensed. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, Funimation and all that. They were like, yes, yes, please use our license, our licensed <laughs> character for your own pleasure um yeah this was, it was a different time different time yeah i mean like we had guys like pouring over um this is what uh, sticks with me like this is the only thing that stuck with me is that there were those booths were full of people like handling secondhand pornographic material just think about that yeah that's yeah. what yeah. that has always been my takeaway to this day it's yeah. not that that was there it was that why isn't anyone thinking about there should be a giant Purell hand sanitizer upon exit and entry yes. of that place. I was just thinking like everyone touching stuff over yeah. there. And I think I went in there and I like probably like picked up one thing and then it dawned on me and I never ever was like, oh my God. And then like they every time have, I go there. Did you have one of those the decontamination capsules that they have like on the yeah they like should like sci-fi like movies on the strobe? Yeah, you just you <laughs> set up yeah. This is this. I mean, we're aging ourselves here, but mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah, that, I mean, that is kind of crazy. But I mean, think about like you go to a convention, like when we like this is back in you know mid two thousands, late two thousands, and people there had to be somebody. You know, I'm somebody that not just let anybody just come in there and be like, hey, I want to buy a booth here, and you know, don't ask me what I'm selling. But I'm sure you had to like put up like a catalog of what you're selling mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i mean i would want to be that person who has to like check all the material like so what are you selling today oh you know i'm just selling some sweet fresh hentai straight from the land of the rising sun and uh yeah just go well, ahead and let me through like, well you didn't have to do thing. anything you didn't have to do anything you, you could you just anyone could pay the, the fee you oh, had to pay it. the fee and all you mm-hmm. had to do was put up an eight by ten copy uh image that said 18 only yeah oh wow. and then slap that oh. on the side of your 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 not only that if i remember too that was in the seller's corner and then or the you know merchant corner and then also 
they would have this thing where they would have maybe like I don't know, 50 regular comic or anime issues, mm-hmm. right? Just to make it seem that they weren't. Yeah, yeah, them, what? You know, porn. Just in the front. And the rest of it was just <laughs> straight up porn. Loads of, <laughs> yeah. porn. But yeah, yeah, they would always do that where they would have like 20 issues of like, you know. Yeah, and then like two action was. figures. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me, does this, 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 this come from a different time where like, video storage right or video storage you'll go around and i remember as a kid you know in the back of the video store here there was that one curtain all section and mm-hmm. you know as a kid yes. you're like the beats beats like, the beats yeah you'd be like family video baby yeah like what is back there <laughs> I, got, I bet you that's where to keep all the good stuff at where i mean that must be where all the cool video games are at or so forth and lo and behold now as soon as we all as soon as y'all became of age we all went back there absolutely yes and how big of a disappointing was that it was extremely huge. huge. For huge. me, it was a massive disappointment. Yeah. Plus. I because I really thought like they kept all the best movies back there. Like I'm thinking, I don't know why I was thinking like all the best video games are back there, all the best <laughs> yeah. movies. Like I'm thinking, like, oh man, this is gonna be the mecca, like Blu-ray DVDs everywhere. <laughs> I'm just like, why is all these cases no, sticking that hey, a guy in a tuxedo there. opens the beats for you is like welcome <laughs> at last and you glass of champagne yeah, you, know, you are now like, a man i remember even going there just because i already know what you know everyone knows what's behind the beaded curtains but just i remember like thinking not true ed underground never knew well, it, it's I know it from you guys. <laughs> how about how? Yeah. <laughs> I did. Like, I did. I did tell him that's where the best video games are. That is. Yes. Yeah. No, yes. but just like, like the the confidence or the lack of uh, shame that you have to to grab like <laughs> the tapes, walking all the way from the back to the front to the front counter, <laughs> and have the guy see what your kinks are. And so also, also when you went through that bead curtain, it would make noise. And yeah. I remember, oh I remember being in there every yes. time somebody walked through that. You'd turn around and you'd look and you'd point yeah. and you'd shame. Shit. <laughs> Damn, you don't, you don't want to have eye, you don't have eye to eye contact because that's just weird. No, like, no. but you had to look him in the eyes. And then, mm-hmm. uh, well, the worst thing, the way the way you got <laughs> around eye that, contact with yeah, the guy, yeah, yeah, don't break eye, don't break eye contact. But the thing is, is that um, to hide what you were having, you had to get another DVD. So you never yeah, came in just top. for that. You had to put <laughs> DVD on top. You got to hold it. You had to hold it from the spine so that you they couldn't see what it was actually named. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like you watch like the Matrix trilogy and then banging butts, slamming sluts on the sec on the oh. second DVD case. Or if you're in a real watch. hurry, you just yeah. grab whatever sounds like okay. So first off is Barney the dinosaur and then Right, anal destroyer number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But anyhow, I don't know how we got into this topic. We're talking about voice actors, American voice actors. And somehow we got into uh, Backyard Sluts 5. Um, but, but anyhow, <laughs> smooth transition. Uh, uh, so as far as, you know, talking about American voice actors, um, did you guys see the latest What If episode? Yes. Yes, yes. sir. Yes, sir. What an episode! Like, mm-hmm. uh, it, it feels like Marvel. I mean, Disney. Disney, you know, owns Marvel, owns now Star Wars. At this point, I felt like 
Disney, even though they have already made the episode before we said anything, but I felt like Disney, the Disney gods heard us as we were talking. They said, you know what? I'm going to bless you with exactly what you asked for from Visions. And I felt like they maybe put out Visions just before they put out this episode mm-hmm. just to show that they're not playing around because this episode with uh, What If was a huge payoff for anybody mm-hmm. who's watched all the Visions or all the What Ifs until now. Um, yeah, I thought it was a phenomenal episode. I thought it was really, really good. And it is definitely a break from what we have watched thus far. And it takes the best things that we've talked about with What If it made it true with this episode um now for anybody who's watching i think this is what or anybody who's listening this is what if episode i believe eight eight yeah eight yeah and um it's definitely it's a tie-in from the previous episode of um loosely yeah loosely loosely at the very end of episode seven you see ultron show up um at the very end and then it kicks off with episode eight what happens why ultron showed up the way that he did and um it's just a phenomenal episode i really enjoyed it i thought it was great i think it was perfectly timed i think it was maybe a little bit actually i feel like it's a little bit late honestly i wish that this kind of pace this kind of episode had happened earlier but i'm happy it showed up and i'm hoping that this is not the last episode of this season i hope that they're not no there's one more there's one more there's one more i guess to conclude right yeah yeah, okay. Or leave it open. open uh, so spoilers ended. alert, right? Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Oh, yeah, spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. I mean, at this point, we talk about stuff that's recent. Screw. Yeah. If you're at this point, are listening to us, it's spoilers. You just got to remember. Exactly. Fuck you. Yeah. Forget you, listeners. You guys are listening to us. F you guys. No, we love you guys. No, no, no please. Subscribe. Love you guys. Please. please, please Follow and subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. If you, just based off that, if you're worth subscribed, unsubscribe and realize we actually need you and then resubscribe because you mm-hmm. love us. Tell um, a friend. Yeah. <laughs> tell a friend. <laughs> yeah. We, we tell our, our followers and our listeners to F off, but please come <laughs> back. Um, so what you guys think about it? Uh, uh, I thought it was okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and no, I just, I, it's ever, does everything in Marvel have to be linked? Can nothing just be its own thing? Does everything have to belong to part of a bigger universe? You know what I mean? No, I think that like was the already, payoff. I of think, the, yeah. I don't think, yeah, I, I don't. Without, but we we were just complaining about every, that. every one of the what if no, episodes have been about the quality of some of them. I wasn't complaining about the individual stories. Well, the individual, the, all of what ifs have been individual stories. Yeah, but now they're yeah. all li- all linked within the, uh, this last. Oh, one is I think it was all, all together. Yeah. yeah, well, I think it was assumed that they were kind of all linked because the watchers the constant in all of them, but. Yeah, um, well, this one the, kind of breaks the fourth wall. It's linked in the sense that the watcher <clears throat> sees them all, not mm-hmm. linked in the sense that now they all have to belong to one major story, which is Ultron, you know, mm-hmm. gaining the Vision's body. Mm-hmm. And I thought once you were out of your own reality, the uh, stones weren't as powerful as established by uh, Loki. I did think that too when he uh, yeah and but know. somehow the power the power carries over no matter if you're in between realms or if you're whatever it carries over no matter what. Well, but in Loki, they may seem that once you were out of whatever universe you were in, the stones were useless. Well, that was the case. Then. Well, that was the case. Well, that 
what you're saying doesn't make sense then because if that was the case then based on the the avengers timeline they took every one of the they took a lot of those stones and out of different timelines after after they took them out of different universes to use them in the main universe so that's no, when you're in the universe yes but when you're in the time streaming between universes then when it's useless according to loki I think what what he's saying is if you take another power stone to another universe that already has a power stone, that power stone will not have the the effect. Or the universe doesn't have a power stone. If you just take it out of the universe itself, there's the... It's it's and Loki, right? They they just had him laying around and they were the power stone. Right, right. right. Which is what made Loki be like, what the hell? These I don't know if... In the universe. Well, I don't know if that was the implication that they don't work. I think the implication is that they're insignificant in the grand scheme of things for Loki. Yeah. Like, in that moment. I'm saying, and you have basically Ultron getting into the realm in between universes that where the Watcher resides, and somehow he can still carry the power over. Well, you're, you're also, like, you got Ultron... The intelligence of Ultron at that point, he's conquered the whole universe. And then, like, then the. Yeah, and where is Kang the Conqueror in all this? If we're talking about jumping universes and everything. That's a mm-hmm. good point. Well, the yeah. thing is, I mean, sure, we could talk about Because King now it's all linked, you know, thanks to the fact that now Ultron is fighting the Watcher. Yeah. And now he's going to mm-hmm. go to other uh, universes and other whatever realities. Yeah. And yeah. that means that he's gonna also stumble into Khan the uh, Kang the Conqueror. So why isn't he? Well, maybe he missed him. Just dismantle. Yeah, him? he missed it. I mean, what, maybe he missed it. I mean, it's like infinite realities. So like the, that's what I'm saying. You're yeah. talking and about now odds we have now. Ultron basically being able to jump to whatever reality he wants because now he's yeah. able to go into basically, let's say the the space that the Watcher mm-hmm. inhabits, where he can see all realities. Mm-hmm. Now Ultron was able to break into that space. Mm-hmm. Right, but the thing is, is that I mean, in one episode, so we went from seven seven episodes in the infinite amount of multiverses that exist, um, or multi or multiple infinite amount of universes within the multiverse, and then you have Ultron, you know, who is now became self aware due to him being the only living organ or one of the few living organisms in the entire universe of his universe become self-aware of the multiverse and now he's starting to break out into the other multiverse uh, the other universes i mean ultra ultimate i mean ultimately within that what 30 minute episode we've only got to see a a such a small fraction of the universes that may exist so he's only been fighting one um He's only been fighting one watcher at the moment and he only went to a very limited amount of um a very limited amount of places or universes so i think at this time i mean will it pay off in the long run where he does meet king of the conqueror sure um but i think for what it is it's kind of self-contained at the moment i mean not every universal threat has to be dealt with every King the Conqueror doesn't have to be a part of every single threat to the universe. If King might say, hey, I've already seen this play out, or I know how this is going to play out, I'm just going to leave it to the Watchers and leave it be in my own damn business. We don't know what's going to happen. But, I mean, I think for, for what it is, I mean, it's a self-contained issue with Ultron. I, I, I like it so far. I think it's good. Um, I think that the rules that they set, they haven't uh, established anything wrong with it. 
currently with the current rule set from Loki, from um, Avengers Endgame, and so forth. So I, I think it's I think it's not bad. I like how yeah, I think uh, it's uh, the rules are like fast and loose with the rules. Yeah, here. they're they fast and loose in this last yeah, one. That's I mean, it's typical saying. comic book stuff here. No, it's fine. I don't, I don't mind it. I don't mind that. I'm just saying if they're <clears> trying to make it, everything has to be linked and canon and blah, blah, blah. And this is now canon because of the multiverse. Um, yeah, but the it's multiverse just a bit being canon is very um, iffy. You know what I mean? Like, is it really iffy. canon though? Yeah. Yeah, now that they established Loki and all the multiverses, now they're variants. Therefore, everything is valid. Well, everything we yeah, watched. So that means everything is canon. Nothing yeah. in my fan. The, my fan fiction of She-Hulk I just wrote is canon, technically. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. if it's yeah. you know broadcast so, or whatever. Yeah. But yeah so that, that's what it means because it's limitless. You know, infinite, uh, pos- infinite uh, realities. Realities. Yeah. yeah. Right. At underground, what were you saying? Oh, I just liked how. Um... He took out Thanos in in seconds, just sliced him. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. so stupid like that he would be able to get cut in half. Yeah. Well, Thanos also with like four of the stones yeah. that got sliced, yeah. <clears throat> and and maybe there's a commentary on artificial intelligence and lack of emotion and how quick he reacted to that. And Thanos probably may not have expected that right off the exit. <laughs> Right, and then <laughs> I was the integration, and the, I guess I, from how I kind of explained it, rash or I rationalized it was that um, Vision has a connection to the Mind Stone at a deeper level than what Thanos has with the Infinity Gauntlet. So mm-hmm. the the amount of power that he, you know, because we're not even thinking about let's take away Vision because Vision doesn't exist in this world is only Ultron. Ultron um, yeah. So Ultron's. Uh, as we saw before, where Vision had a, a deep connection to the Mind Stone, um, where he was actually able to sense things through the Mind Stone outside of what, like, um, Thanos, he could just literally control it with his Infinity Gauntlet, but he wasn't really feeling anything outside. He wasn't feeling anything except maybe, like, the Soul Stone, where, you know, when he got sent to that other world and he got to talk to Gamora. Um or he got put okay. inside the soul stone to, to talk to Gamora. He doesn't have that deeper connection to it, like the mind stone, like, like Ultron would. So that's how I rationalize it, that he can draw extra power that might be stronger than what Thanos could do with, you know, the rest of the well, You're kind of right, because the gauntlet is created to channel the, the stones. The it's stones, like the yeah. apparatus. And in this case, Ultron is the apparatus. You know, he's, the stones mm-hmm. are bonded to him. He is the gauntlet. Basically, they did it so they could be able to fit everything within a 14-minute episode, and not have to have a huge fight between Thanos and Ultron. Yeah, and it's also the shock value of it. Yeah, yeah, the shock value. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like um, Thanos in all these episodes is treated like a bitch. He's he's an extreme bitch. They've ruined Thanos, which is fine. We don't need more Thanos. They already had his big movie and everything. So yeah, he's literally had an entire. Avengers series be based on yeah, exactly. Of so I'm perfectly content with not seeing him being the major threat again. Yeah, but, I, I um, do like how they're doing. Um, they're basically just the way they're treating him because he was the big bad. He had hmm. he was in the two of the biggest movies of uh, Marvel as of now. And, Which movies? Um, Infinity, Infinity War, Infinity War, and Endgame. Oh, what? okay. <laughs> and also, <laughs> <laughs> good job. 
<laughs> 22 also 22 movies of build-up of hype for that guy yeah, yeah they've absolutely. had Thanos yeah. for a long yeah. time he, he, yeah. he was the hype guy remember mm. he was he was yeah. the man he was the main man yeah. yeah so i like how they're like just saying like eh, he's just whatever now so it's kind of like okay if Thanos was this big and now you're just doing whatever to him i wonder how big um uh what's his name i already forgot uh, um, Kane. 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 Yeah, how big he's going to be compared to um to Thanos. Damn big. Yeah. Well, yeah. the thing is, I, I like how they brought in the Doctor Strange, uh, Easter egg. I mean, not the Easter egg, but the ending to that. I mean, that kind mm-hmm. of paid off because uh, I said before, like that was my favorite episode. That's still yeah. Overall, that is still my favorite episode. Yeah, it's my favorite episode, and the fact that they, you know, brought it back to him again, um, and then just throw him away. The mm-hmm. fact that, you know, now you have, you know, strange, you know, being the sorcerer supreme with all these ancient, um, uh, supreme beings that he's absorbed inside of his body. Now he is, and he, I mean, he literally survived the end of his universe. His universe literally collapsed on him. So you, you can tell how powerful he is. He's the only living being his entire in his only entire universe and the watcher having to go to him for help i think this is phenomenal mm. um i w- did like that that drawback to that um because i mean who else would you get who's outside of the watcher trying to get trying to depend on natasha and well if you know that. you're in the comics uh read richards if we're if, talking yeah, about the <laughs> cartoons and movies then yes probably dr strange strange yeah we're, we're talking about, in this we're talking about <laughs> it within the what if universe currently yeah. dr strange is the most powerful person yeah. probably in the whole universe outside of what they're trying to do with natasha and uh what's his name um, okay oh no well, no he died he died um, but, um the what's the the, our, the AI. Um, I, Armanzola. Yeah. i just remember him in the in the comics with the weird uh body face or yep. whatever the hell it was. yeah yeah well, he's in winter soldier yeah he's in winter oh, soldier okay he yeah he, he's been around he's he was in the original um obviously captain america he was in mm-hmm. winter soldier as the ai and i think they haven't really talked about him other than that because they made they, they didn't they only talked about him when he blew when he got blown up he came back as the ai during winter soldier and they blew up he blew up the facility they made it seem like there was no other copies of, of him except yeah. in Siberia, and that was during Civil War. But they didn't mm-hmm. even mention him during Civil War, so that was kind of an interesting twist that his AI still existed uh, in Siberia for the Winter Soldier. Um, I think um, I believe that it was implied that Winter Soldier would have destroyed. If you remember Civil War, mm-hmm. when they get to that facility, all the super soldiers that are the big ideas that oh he's going to unleash the super soldiers and when they get to the facility he's he's executed all the super soldiers right uh, so the idea i think i what i took is he destroyed armenzola he destroyed everything mm-hmm. that would have been relevant to the super soldier program because it was just a, a, a bait to get them there to fight each other oh no no i, I mean that, that's i do remember that but i'm saying like they didn't mention that Armenzola was still still alive as an AI in Siberia. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, they that, didn't mention what, it. Yeah, that was a little weird thing that they threw in. I was like, okay, I mean, I can buy it. I can, I can go with it. Mm-hmm. And um, which I mean, but know, that's also a different reality. So we don't know how true. it all went down in that reality. That's true. that's very true. But yeah. um, that was, it was a huge payoff, and I, I thought I I, I commend 
um, Marvel and Disney for doing that because I think that was pretty cool that they brought that in. Um, you know, it'd be like, cool now since Armin Zola is in a body if they make put him in his uh, actual comic book costume. That would be yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, where yeah. his face is in his chest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be cool, but I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, yeah. see, I, I, I'm kind of nervous at the fact that they only have, like, the last what if. Like, the what ifs are only 30 minutes long, so that's a lot of crap to put in. Put it's, in it's possible. Mm-hmm. I don't think we'll get any of that. I think you'll just get a conclusion to this. Yeah, just a quick conclusion. I don't think. Yeah, yeah you're right. I did like some of the scenes they um, added in or like almost like Easter eggs. Like if you notice, there was a Captain Steve Rogers in the background of um, one of the universes when uh, Ultron was punching the Watcher. Mm-hmm. If you can see like in the background, you can see like a Rogers getting sworn in. There's yeah, also the president. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's another scene, too, where uh, um, Black Widow and Hawkeye, they switched roles as in back when they got the the soul stone how uh black widow mm. sacrificed herself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then what if they switched it up i thought that was a really nice touch really enjoyed mm. that yeah, he kind of yeah. went he, he seemed like he he went he reverted back to his ronin his ronin period where he's just like i have nothing to live for and you know instead of you know switching to becoming ronin he just stayed Hawkeye, but he still had the same attitude as Ron. Like I, I, I have like don't make. He's like don't give me hope. You're like I don't want hope. But yeah, this his time, family, his family got nuked this time. Yeah, rather than snapped. Family, I mean, yeah, yeah, his sucks. Not back <laughs> he's like don't give me hope. Uh, there's no, there's no way to bring him back. So he was just like, I, I'm, I'm done. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, same attitude, uh, but just different. Um, there is a uh, an official Easter egg um, where when. Ultron was punching uh, when they were fighting uh, the Watcher in his full-on uh, armored version of uh, Buff Watcher, as I call him. Um, mm. There was there's a scene where he's punching him through realities, like he's punching him and he breaks through reality, punches him and he breaks through another reality. Yeah, cool yeah, sequence. Yeah. Um, and then two of those realities that they quickly broke through, um, they're Star Wars planets. Yeah, um, what? Mustafar was one of the planets that he broke through. And then when he landed on one of the planets, is that uh, plant planet. So it's unofficial. It was just like a homage thing. So, mm. but it's, but, it's but very still. clearly Mustafar because you could see the the sequence is the same. How did like, I miss that? Because you're a fake fan. Hey, no, hey, I hey, ah, no. I'm a hey, big fan. Star Wars fan. I can't believe I missed Mustafar. I have to see it again. Yeah. Yeah, the only yeah. thing you know about Star Wars is Order 66. That's all you know. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. more about Order 66. Order 66. Yeah. That's all you know. But um, <laughs> no, I mean, this 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 what if was really good. I was really surprised, like I said, how good it turned out to be. And I'm really looking forward to the last one. Um, I mean, it's kind of one of those things like it's a it's a slow co- I, I equate it to a slow roller coaster ride. Like even all the episodes up to now that really haven't been big action. Something that it's had no wow factor. A lot of these mm-hmm. had no wow factor. A lot of these episodes were just more of alternate storylines of things that we knew just changed and kind of something that anybody could kind of think of what would happen. You know, it was nothing that was like, oh my goodness, mind blowing action. This one, it changed my mind. And uh, I was really surprised at how well it turned out. And 
um i can only hope that the next episode actually turns out to be I hope it comes at a better level than what it was with this one. And hopefully Green Turner is not talking about, eh, it's just okay. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a hard one to impress. Yeah, he's very I'm just hard saying, that's my thoughts. I would Like I started, you know, I like some of them. It's just not blowing me away. Wait, actually, let me ask you a question, Green Turner. Did yeah. you finish uh, Visions? Star Wars no. Visions? Okay. All right. Never mind. I was going to see, like, hey, how do you feel about Star Wars Visions versus this? I'm not what I did like about uh, Visions is it was uh, for the few that I watched, was at least they were what I was actually saying that Star Wars should be. Like, not everything has to be Jedi versus whatever. It was actually like weird, unique stories, like a rock band story, a story about. Uh, that was the worst know, one. No, they're, I know they're dumb, but I mean, at least, <laughs> at least it's yeah. something different, is what I'm saying. I, well, was, I would, yeah. It's that funny. Was one of the worst. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I think we were going to say the same thing. You go ahead. Now, I was going to say that was like the one episode out of the entire series that didn't have to do with, uh, with Jedi versus the Sith. So, it, so I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I know it sucked, but I'm saying at least, at least is something different. But that's the whole point. Like the ones that we liked, I don't know if you've gotten to them, but. The ones that we liked are all Jedi related. Yeah, yeah. you just eh, said you well. just said like, oh, like you know, this is you made it seem like like there was a lot of them outside of that one episode that wasn't Jedi versus <laughs> Sith. It's just well, that one. Yeah, because I watched like the first one was good. The one right. with uh um uh, the, the duel, the duel. It's called duel. the duel. Yeah. The duel. Yeah. yeah. So that one was good. I like. Yeah, that, that was, the artwork was really neat. <laughs> I think that's intentionally the first one you watch because it's the most to get you hooked on. Yeah, it's Absolutely. the most. It's the most uh, reflective of the yeah. pitch product. Or the ones with the sibling was fine, but that one went like way too over uh, uh, the, the twins. It, it became basically every anime I've watched back in the day mm, when they're nice. fighting in space and screaming for twenty seconds. So. But I did like the over-the-top anime-ness of that episode where they're just standing outside the ship. Yeah, you just have to put it aside. Yeah, the, for- the, the anime force- shit. Yeah, the force is... Yeah, and then at the end when she's like floating in space, like the robot is wearing a helmet for some reason because he needs to breathe in outer space as he's rescuing her are you <laughs> so are you like, questioning anime right now because if yeah. you are you could kind of just fuck off or even worse are you questioning star wars, star wars? right now yeah that's true double whammy wow i mean fake fan we thought so, it was a fake fan jeez fake fan yeah. <laughs> but yeah i'm sorry that i'm not easily amused and impressed by everything that marvel shits out Right. Sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's exactly what we're doing. Being, being like, oh my goodness, Marvel's the best thing. Okay. Yeah. What was the last thing you liked? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, exactly. kind of think back. I like the, yeah. I like the, not, I like the Doctor Strange thing. I liked it. That was legitimately one of my favorite episodes I've watched so far. So how's it that I was? I like the I, Killmonger I, one too. I, I said the exact same thing, but you're talking about you're saying you're like, oh, I'm sorry, cream cast. I don't like everything Marvel shits out. I I'm one of the I'm a harsh critic on Marvel, but I'm gonna give them you were props. defending the Thor house party episode like it was something. Oh, uh, I, I said it was good. I said it was a good episode. I was like, yeah, exactly. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Crap. But if that was a that was intended. Like I watched it too. It that was intentionally a comedic pause break episode that they were yeah. just like let's just have fun with this one it was totally yeah it was totally them having fun and it's intentionally like it. yeah intentionally <laughs> positioned in that series 
I understand. And again, yeah, before I it gets grimdark. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, if what you want me to just say that I think I like things that I don't yes. like. If I don't like it, I don't like yeah. it. Yes, yes. Just say you like it. Hide mind here. Just say you enjoyed it so we can move the hell on. Mm. Thank you. And I'm only Mr. a harsh Sunshine. critic again because I've seen Marvel do some really good things. That's all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fuck right. you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, before we get off, what if I did make a purchase? Yeah. I did purchase the zombie cap oh, figure. Nice. I thought this looked really cool. And I, cool. I saw people online pose him really in a cool way. So looking forward to posing him. Is he that's uh, part of the um can he get split in half? I I have no idea what he can do. All right. Well, but he uh, like there's easy. like parts of his body that are just see-through, like they're just yeah. oh yeah. This is a, a, a cool looking sculpt. Saw in half, yeah. Like, damn it, he's gonna be cut in half. <laughs> yeah, make it make make us happy. Mm. Anyways, yeah, no, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was um, cool. So uh next, I guess next big thing, uh back to Marvel. I mean, I don't know, Marvel's just Marvel. I gotta For give Sony? Credit. Well, it's still we talk Marvel about Marvel project. and Disney on this mm-hmm. podcast. I guess a lot because well, that's they it. Produ- they produce a lot of shit. Pay us, Disney. Thing. Yeah, at this yeah. point, yeah. I mean, we are spokespersons for uh, for um, Disney at this point. Yeah, um, we'll get rid of Green Tuner if you want. Yeah, we. I wow. would drop it. No, I would drop it. Sorry, we do. Sorry, I don't think that. Please give us Marvel feedback. Gold. Yeah. I will sell out. My Adios. Friends. I'll sell out my friends for uh, just a dollar. Just give me a dollar. Hell yeah! I just want so to on Captain Marvel Creamcast. So, uh, the next <laughs> oh, he froze. The yeah. Connection froze. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's not, that's not yeah, he's going through a tunnel right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. That's a. Uh, so, talking about Marvel, the great things that they're doing. Yes. Um, so, to be fair, I did enjoy the fact that Mar- Captain Marvel got her ass whooping. What if? I'm so tired of that conversation. Of people always talking about Captain Marvel. So she- yeah. Well, in the well, Thor one, she shows up and he he stands toe to toe with her. I'm I'm so yeah, glad because yeah. I thought she would have been like, oh, she kicks his ass all right. Well, no, she did he- say she was holding back. She was holding back. Yeah. Because she didn't want to. Yeah. Hurt whatever. She That's could. her. Yeah. I mean, she was holding back. Yeah, I mean, I said yes. even when she, I, I've said this before, there's a power level that she's. She has that she's not even they haven't even displayed it yet. So mm. yeah, she, mm. yeah, she's she's like uh, a planet destroyer. She gets no, that's yeah. just in the comics too. Ed. That's she's in the comic. Yeah, that's like ten years old. She's that's, extremely, that's, extremely powerful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She she is a planet. She is a capable. Ed underground, planet. calm down. Jeez. I know. Like, yeah, you should like, ask. Camera was shaking. Yeah. It's, it's you and me, Ed. He's like, oh, <laughs> against He's these two sellouts. Yeah, so that's wild. Okay. Um, I'm just, I, and I'm sitting here talking about, yeah, I enjoyed the fact that Captain Marvel got beat up because I'm just tired of the conversation people have of always talking like Captain Marvel, she can save, she can destroy everybody, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And we saw that Ultron kills her. Um, and I'm not saying I enjoy, you know, Captain Marvel herself dying or anything of the sort. It's just, it was just, it, it's just, it's, 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 they put her at a power level. Like so many people, and I feel like it's more of the the story. I guess how it is that people set her up to be. They want somebody to be super powerful, and now we have a female comic book. This is, I mean, 
one of the few Marvel has done, if not the only female comic book character that Marvel has done, as far as the movies are concerned, that is at a power level that can truly stand up to everybody within the Avengers. Uh, mm-hmm. You have, you know, in before, and I have, I complained about this as well in the past, like you have like Black Widow, Black Widow, who is literally just a human, and she's mm-hmm. the only female representation on the Avengers that can do anything, but she really can't do much. But she's more of the mm-hmm. emotional backbone of the story, which is fine in and of itself. She's but, like a leadership capacity too. Yeah, she's got like experience for team leadership. Right, which is that's cool. That's cool within itself. But yeah. I, I, at the same time, it's like with Captain Marvel. I I I want a, a person who is just a badass character who's just blowing stuff up and so forth, who can go toe toe with like Thor and Thanos and all this other stuff. But let's not be unrealistic the fact that she is unbeatable by everybody so i enjoy the fact that you know you have ultron who has synced up with all the affinity stones you know probably at a level that is not humanly possible over nine thousand over nine over nine thousand he is extremely powerful and so when he goes against captain marvel of course he's gonna she's gonna go toe-to-toe with him at first but as ultron literally is an ai that can you know, Miss- calculate and grow as they're fighting. He mm-hmm. eventually is like, okay, he gets powerful and he destroys her. And this is Captain Marvel going at full power against Ultron. And mm-hmm. Ultron was yeah, but they never play. showed that though. I wish they showed that. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I wish I wish it was a grander scale. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. But you know, Ultron kills her. Now I enjoyed that because it sets the reality of like everybody wants to think of Captain, like I said, Captain Marvel being this ultra powerful person that no one can beat. And we've seen it with Endgame, where she got beat up, or not Endgame, um, or Endgame, yeah, Endgame, where mm-hmm. she fought uh, Thanos for a little Thanos, bit. Thanos, yeah, yeah, and Thanos used the uh, the Power Stone, right? Power Stone, yeah, yeah. He used the Power Stone and probably caught her off guard, knocked it, you know, rocked her for a second, just enough to get her dazed, um, and so forth. And now with Thor fighting her, granted she was not full power, and now with Ultron actually defeating her. I hope like this sits alive the Captain Marvel fans down and be like you know these she's still she's not it's, limitless. It's the Superman problem that oh, that has existed in comic books for a it, long time. It is the Superman problem? <laughs> yeah, you can't. And actually, lately, it's yeah. also becoming the Batman problem because it made Batman never much no. invincible. No, I mean he has his. No, he, he has his. Has oh no, no, he's human. But no matter what they do, Batman always wins. That's not true. You know, oh. every instance. That's not true. No, he's, like he's a, died in some things. Like no, a no, Snyder, like died. a Snyder cut. The Snyder cut. But I'm he saying wasn't legit supposed to die. No, no, he was supposed to die. No, I'm just talking overall. Like recently, it's like he is. He's oh, the coolest guy in the room at all Superman, times. He yeah. Has, you know. Oh, he happened to have you know kryptonite stashed away, and now he can be. Well, didn't uh, you watch? Didn't you read Deceased? You read Deceased, yes. right? And so yeah. the moment when That's he the dies, they took him out first because they're like, okay, we gotta take out the biggest threat. To yeah. the yeah. zombies, which is Batman, so we gotta get yeah. them off right away. The comic book. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but that that scene where he um in the comic where he gives Damien the briefcase with the yeah. costume, but it has like four little boxes for each of the biggest Justice League, like yeah, it has yeah. deterrence for all of them, <clears throat> which is cool. But that's that's I mean that's the the whole um idea since the I think it's the Tower of Babel storyline where he has plans for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he has plans for every situation. So yeah, he's the he is. You're right. He's in the similar situation. How do you when you write a story? How do you get around Batman, knowing? Yeah, because he's the world solving the problem. Detective, the best martial artist, the rich one of the richest men in the world. So that is badass. Keep giving him. But yeah, it is the Superman problem where he's too powerful. So you gotta 
have magic, you know, be one of his weaknesses or kryptonite or a sniper bullet. Well, if with Superman though, it's kryptonite and it's magic, and the, yeah, those magic. are like it's mm-hmm. like a it he's OP, but there are certain things that every it's like universally accepted. This will slow Superman down or kill mm-hmm. Superman with Captain Marvel. I mean, there are things, but like she's right now, she's like limitless with her ability and power. You know what I mean? So it's like much Captain Marvel. And that leads to bad. It's bad. Like it's it's, there's no stakes. So she's wasn't Hulk at what at one point the same, right? Because he can regenerate even if there's a single cell left of Hulk. He will yes. regenerate. Yeah, he can regenerate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the Hulk, the, the Hulk, I mean, the Hulk, I think we've talked about this before that the Hulk has even fought God like figures and mm. has taken their powers and become like a God like figure himself. I mean, but the same thing has happened with Superman. Superman uh, was it Omega Superman. Uh, is it Omega Superman? I forgot. Yeah. When he becomes yeah. a God, he pretty much becomes a God. Uh, uh, Superman Prime. Prime. There we go. Superman Prime. Yeah. And uh, like he becomes a, pretty much a God at that point. Um, you, yep. You're constantly going to be faced with these um, situations, especially with these top tier comic book uh, characters. I, I think the only group that has made that not. Uh, as God tier would probably be the X Men. X Men has, I feel like, done a relatively decent job at. They give him um, enough weaknesses mm, where you're like, okay. Wolverine is the same boat almost as those guys were. Almost, <clears throat> he can, yeah. yeah he, I mean, he's literally died and come back. He's done and come back, but they give him enough, like the metal in his body. Magneto can pretty much yeah. stop him on his tracks yeah. without really yeah. breaking a sweat. It's the same yeah. thing with Superman. He's died and came back. Uh, what he died well, back in well prominently and once well he technically never died he never exactly died. see <laughs> but if you you can kill batman and you can't bring him back unless you talk to raza ghoul well no he did die batman died he has died. superman has died and... no he never died the death, the death, death of, of superman. superman he never died he just he got he went into like a kryptonite kryptonian yep. hibernation where at the edge of death is like something Where'd to do with the cells and all the like in the return, they explain how he comes back. He wasn't fully dead. There, he was on the brink of death. But Wait, there's is, this... that, is that the Superman <laughs> where he died? That's the Doomsday. The po- yeah, Doomsday. Yeah, when first Doomsday time he died. Basically yeah. beat him to death. Yeah, that yeah, black suit. Yeah, that black suit designed to regenerate the, his solar radiation. So this is whatever. The he never died. officially died. So this is he the one that he, he went into hibernation. He went into he, the, he, went, the, he went to heaven and he saw his family, right? <laughs> Like he saw uh, his, yeah, he saw like he, he was like at the edge of death, but his like his his Kryptonian physiology would not let him fully die. That's why he could come back to life. Okay, because I remember why I, I just remember the, yeah, this the, is the comic Superman. book explanation I'm giving you that's very yeah, convoluted. Yeah, no, no, because no, I remember I remember the death of Superman. That's what I'm just trying to jog on there. He got killed, right? Yeah. He got killed by yeah. Doomsday, yeah. and then he went to heaven, and he pretty much had to make a choice where he either could come back to earth or he can just stay dead. Yeah. Uh, and then he comes back, but then he didn't come back as himself, right? Did he come back as like five different versions? No, I mean, back? he was, it, mm. those, uh, we're getting into a whole bag of, um, there, there are five different versions of him that were separate beings that took his place while he was being regenerated in this coma state. Wasn't Steel but, one of them? Yeah, Steel was one yeah. of them. Superboy was one of them. Superboy, but yeah. Superboy, they found they 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 created him in the lab in that. Yeah, Superboy is a clone of Clones. Lex Luthor and sweet, Superman sweet. mixed together. 
Yeah, he Gross. had a skin type outfit with a he skin type. He had the leather jacket. Jacket, yeah. He's quintessentially nineties. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, he's the coolest version. He, of Super he, had, Boy. he had the gloves on that had like a whole bunch of slack at the like that's typical nineties. And then he like, had the nineties sunglasses, the little round ones. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep, yeah, yep. it's quintessentially nineties, man. It's it's he's dripping. Yeah, he. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'll swag, swag, 100. I just can't remember how Superman came. The actual. So you Superman. know what I would suggest for you, um, Creamcast, the exactly. animated Death and Return of Superman mm-hmm. uh, movies That's on probably on HBO Max. Very, very good. The second one goes into all the stuff you're talking about and explains it really well. And it was only like two years ago it came out, okay. so they they kind of was were able to gather all the post comic book information put it together really well but it goes into all the imposters what they're doing why they're there but yeah. the bigger question is mullet superman yay or nay yeah yay yeah me too i love I mullet mean, superman I, don't know why. I mean pretty badass i'm not gonna lie i, I thought all, i think I, I thought all the superman versions uh i remember those like the electro the electro the one that, that was terrible yeah, the blue. superman blue, blue. yeah yeah, yeah I, mean, I liked them terrible. i thought they're all cool i thought they're all cool um it's reviled yeah, I mean, yeah, it was people different. Different. yeah, but Metal, I, I, uh, or no, Metal. What was the other one that was basically Terminator? Uh, uh what was the name of that character? So this, the um, one that was like part side with the Kryptonite in yeah, his chest. He was also in the death of Superman run. Yeah, I forgot the name of the guy. It's I like I forgot his name, but yeah, he's pretending to be Superman. Yeah. Is, it, is it Cyborg Superman? Yeah, it's Cyborg Superman. It is like yeah. his name, his character has a name. It's like just a regular name. Name didn't yeah, he have a what it was. Uh, Kryptonite in his chest, too. You're talking about Metallo. That's a different Metallo, character. Metallo, who is what I brought up at first. I'm like, oh. it's not Metallo. Yeah, Metallo is yeah. a different character. And then the Eradicator, that was Electro. Eradicator, one. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, okay, so I'm going to watch it again. Um, watch I knew the there movie. Was the movie I, sums it up real good. Okay, yeah. I, I did see that they had a movie before. I just wasn't... Uh, I just... Mm-hmm. I'm really... I just I'm 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 so old school. I just prefer the comics because it just tells the like the most. There's legit, a lot so. with Death of Superman. There's a lot to read. Um, so I would say that watch the movie. It sums it up. Unless you want to read like thirty plus issues. Ed, what are you saying? Oh, I was going to say for our transition, but keep going. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's about movies since. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, go ahead then. <laughs> Go ahead and transition. Smooth Since you're in the middle of a transition, transition. Yeah, come on. It's not as smooth as smooth It's segment. like we're talking about it. So, yeah, segment. Oh, it's, it's not as smooth, just like this movie you're about to talk about. Venom. Venom, let there be carnage. Okay, go ahead and talk about it. I was going to say, uh, well, I was saying earlier, it's like Marvel can't miss right now. Marvel mm-hmm. stays relevant because they're just constantly putting out content nonstop. And yes. like with that, I was going to talk about uh, bring or bring up Venom, which I have not seen. So I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys yeah, see like... Oh, wait, who's seen mm-hmm. them? Is it just uh, you Dark, and Dark Side and myself? Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah, you just it, saw it today, right? Yeah, I saw it, what, an hour ago? so i don't know what which one is better the first one or the second one i'm it's kind of kind of both i will say one thing um the actress i forgot her her name but she plays Anne. um eddie brock's oh. ex yeah michelle williams yeah mm-hmm. better acting in this one than the previous movie mm-hmm. you do I you guess. agree or just Ah, she had about the same amount of work to do in this movie. So you I, know. I thought she was better in this movie. I'm sure she was. The other one, okay. she seemed just kind of flat, just like, why am I here type thing? Uh, uh, yeah, I, she was. 
yeah, I mean, I think she had the same presence in this movie than she had in the first one. Um, what do you think about our boy Tom Hardy? Do you think he um, expanded upon the role of Eddie Brock, the thespian that he is? I think he will. I think he did better than the first mm-hmm. one. I mean, he's the only reason why I even wanted to watch the first one. Why I think mm-hmm. the first one even succeeded, if you would call success mixed reviews. But I think mixed reviews, but it made a truckloads of money. And oh, yeah, this one, much. this one also has the biggest opening of the pandemic era. So it's wow. pretty much locked again for another damn sequel. Yeah, now, yeah, it is. how? So okay, so you weren't a big fan of the first one. I think that was the. <clears throat> This one better or worse? You said you felt it was the same for you. I felt it was a little bit better. My yeah. problem with the second one is that I felt like they were just like putting things in the movie to mm-hmm. if this makes sense at all, just so we can finally get the end fight. You're talking about like, okay, carnage. Yeah, carnage mm-hmm. versus venom. It felt like they were just kind of putting things together just so we can get to the end fight. If that makes any sense. Yeah, uh, I definitely. I, I agree with you. I, the movie, I'll be honest with you. I'm probably going to forget this whole movie in, in <laughs> a few more hours. Uh, my brain is already uh, eliminating memories. Melted away. Yeah. To, um, it just wasn't anything. It wasn't anything. Um, Carnage was. um <coughs> disappointing to me i don't know how other people would have felt um this like the idea of the first one the fight from the first one is two symbiotes fighting and it's exactly what you would think it is yeah and the second one is two symbiotes fighting and it's exactly what you think it is the charm of cletus cassidy carnage was um his like cletus cassidy and how what happens when a deranged serial killer gets control of a perfect killing tool and I just did not see that happen. Like, I felt like Carnage wasn't in the movie as much as I wanted him to be in it. He wasn't. Yeah, you uh, got that feeling, too. I feel yeah. like you, you spent a lot of time with Cletus Cassidy, the buildup to it. But when you finally got them together and Carnage was created, I didn't really I, I didn't really care for him that much. He, he even spoke like Venom. Yeah, he did. Like, his voice didn't have any kind of uniqueness, like, which I always imagined, like, carnage would sound like um i don't know how carnage would sound in my mind like it was just it head, wouldn't it, sound like it always sounded like a shriek i don't know like a shrieking yeah wait do you voice. guys remember the, at least uh, when in the comics yeah the... i wanted him to be more like here's what i always imagined like carnage is always like childlike like he's yes. like uh he's a kid he's he is a kid he's he's like the spawn of venom so like yeah imagine he's, a child he's stupid yeah, imagine yeah, a child. He's not a smart guy. He's not a smart guy. Cletus Cassidy is also like that same way. So like, it felt almost like Cletus Cassidy should be the wiser one, where he's kind of almost taking advantage of this childlike mind of Carnage, and Carnage is just overjoyed with like mayhem and chaos and death and destruction. But in the in this movie, it felt like Carnage is already aware and in yeah. charge and doing yep. what he does and it's just like it didn't feel like i was like where'd this guy come from i mean where's Cleus cassidy and i mean he's in it what he what he's in it and i think he does a decent job it's just like that i, I don't think it earned carnage if, if that makes sense it, it didn't it didn't earn, earn carnage 
Yeah, um, I guess I have a question real quick. Mm-hmm. Is Carnage in this, because in my mind, I always thought of Carnage as being, like, you know, with the symbiotes having their own personalities and then Carnage mm-hmm. coming from Venom, being born from Venom, that Carnage in and of itself wouldn't have its own personality. That's how I always kind of viewed it as. Um, but Carnage, you're saying in this one, Carnage just has, is, already self-aware is already is like the bad guy yeah he's he's like he comes out going like i'm the end boss i'm here i've arrived and it's instead of like some kind of growing pains or development or like you know something like interesting like this is we're literally looking at a a killer infant you know that which is what i always imagined and wanted like a basically a child killing machine just going nuts not understanding or caring for life and death well, that's, that's the way I've always how Carnage <laughs> fights anyway. He just basically the reason why Carnage in the comic books, at least it's hard to fight against mm-hmm. because it's nonsensical. Mm-hmm. He basically fights like an animal where he just goes with whatever instinct it is. So he never plans yeah. anything ahead. Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason difficult to fight against. Sure. I was because I looked at I thought this movie that because they never like you know in previous movies or with the first movie with venom they clearly show that carnage or not carnage that venom was a separate entity from eddie brock like they had their own personalities and so forth yeah. they did not yeah. they have not they did not show that with let there be venom or let there be carnage that carnage at any point in the trailers that carnage was a separate entity from yes. from cletus so yeah. it, it just seems like at the same time that's why I, I, in my mind, I had this already had this pre notion going in that the murderous intent of Carnage would be from the host, and that's just what it is. It was not Carnage being self aware. It was just that it was just mostly mostly just a tool to go on killing sprees and blah blah. blah you have this power. But yeah, it, you're saying that <laughs> Carnage is born and it's like, hey, the whole I'm like killing boss. spree aspect of the serial killer getting this symbiote. I don't think we, there was like a jail escape sequence that was kind of like it, but what I wanted was total chaos in the streets, like madness, like carnage, like maximum carnage, basically. Um, In, in streets of San Francisco. And we got more of like a bad guy, bad guy with like a grudge. And I didn't like that. The other thing you brought up, which um, I have a problem with, generally is the personalities what do you guys think of the personality from the first movie that venom had like the Uh, symbiote had i I didn't like he was more how to explain this i'll use this as an example yeah the the rave scene i hated that rave scene when he was on the mic so yeah there's a rave scene yeah there's a rave scene folks um it's yeah the it's yeah this is one of the main things that i also uh did not like and it co- it has to do with venom and eddie brock is that they're not venom is a bigger personality than eddie brock and that always bothered me because it was always like eddie brock in my mind was in the comics that i read eddie yeah. brock was the bigger personality venom yeah. was the tool venom was like looking for that make me whole kind of the, the symbiosis mm-hmm. and eddie brock was the best candidate but eddie is using venom as like a conduit for what he wants and it's like this is what eddie wants to do and we're gonna do it in this movie venom they literally like in the movie they break up like a couple and venom just like goes off on his own 
And I'm like, wait, this is not the way I thought this, this yeah. relationship was. It's like, I don't know if you guys remember separation anxiety and all those comic books where it's painful separating Eddie Brock and Venom yes. is like pulling your DNA apart. Like the, they just live in the comic. They wrote the pain that he feels very well. It's like literally someone's pulling your DNA apart and how painful that, that separation is. In this movie, it was just like, oh, yeah, it's like I took off my hat and bye, Venom. Like, bye. <laughs> so that relationship I never really liked. And that's with Venom. And I think that trickles down to Carnage, too. Well, like you said in the first movie, um, once again, just caveating, I have not seen uh, the second movie yet. Mm-hmm. We'll be seeing it this weekend. Um, I, I kind of broke my body before I could go see it. So, uh, <laughs> but um no, I, I will say the same thing. Um, when you compare the comic book Venom to the movie, and granted, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, there might be, it might have, it might be a uh, a thing for the directors. The director may have a different vision than the comic books, whatever. But in the comic books, it always seemed like, like you said, I agree 100% that Brock was the one in charge. Brock was the one that was guiding like they were like that Eddie wanted to do these things, but he couldn't do it normally. But then with the help of Venom, Venom was kind of that surrogate, that symbiotic relationship that pushed them to be able to actually be able to do these things. And it felt like in the first movie that it was Venom was too much of an anti-hero per se, just to bad people. It was like he was like this, like oh, I don't do any, I don't do anything wrong other than to necessarily bad people, which kind of goes against the whole Venom. Venom is not a, a nice guy. Venom has never been a nice guy in the comic books. Venom is not this guy who is going to be. Well, I save the, I save the, the less fortunate and only, only do things to bad people, kind of personality. Mm. While Carnage, you know, of course, Carnage is Carnage. He. Will absolutely destroy and murder anybody but yeah i, I, I felt well, like i think the there's a one. difference between venom and eddie brock eddie brock is redeemable and that's where like yeah. there's a raw initial hatred <clears throat> and that both eddie brock has against peter parker and the symbiote has against spider-man peter parker and mm. both of those coming together they you know cause him to be like initially a villain but right. eddie brock is redeemable eddie brock is you know at his heart he wants to be a good man he just is in the shadow of a better man so um that's like venom in that sense like venom is a tool for whoever is wielding venom you know like i mean the symbiote so um yeah in this movie there's there's discussion of like venom just wants to eat brains which i'm glad they added that it was very important for my my depiction of venom growing up that is like his hung his <laughs> hunger for brains must be uh must be depicted in this movie and some fun <laughs> yeah i mean they literally i remember there was a comic there was a toy when you're growing up uh that the t- the toys talked the marvel toys yeah. this was in the early 90s and venom <laughs> i would just say i want to eat your brains <laughs> this was like a toys r us toy and it just always like stuck with me this is the most like non- yeah, it's, it's he's like, I, I, I love the toy, but I really love the fact that he murdered mm. people and ate their brains. That's what stuck with me. And actually cool in this movie. Yeah. Venom literally goes into why he wants to eat brains. There's a mm. chemical or um, um, hormone in human brains that he he's, he's specifically hungry for. And it's also in chocolate. So they satiate him by 
feeding him chocolate too. Nice. So yeah, I mean, this movie is very PG thirteen. That's the uh, other problem with it. Yeah. In a movie where Carnage is your main villain and Venom is also your main villain or your anti-hero or hero, PG thirteen cannot be the uh, the it, package it that the you rating. presented in. You will not get the story you want. But again, the movie made like I was trying to look it up like 110 million dollars. Yeah, it's the biggest opening of the pandemic. Uh, So it did what it needed to do. That being said, it's it's I mean, I wouldn't say it's horrible. It's it's serviceable, but it's not not what I wanted. It's yeah, it's not. I don't know if the first one is better or this or the new one. But I think the problem with Venom here is Mm -hmm. and I said this before. There is Venom and Eddie Brock's purpose in the comics, in the cartoons, in the games were, was mm-hmm. the same. Peter mm-hmm. Parker, Spider-Man, yeah. mm-hmm. hatred for Peter Parker, for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the movies, that is not there. So Yeah, what, I think yeah. they still, I mean, it's the, I think it's more the details, like with that hatred. Hey, you don't, hatred never guided this character. Like, I mean. It, like he could have that symbiote found Peter Parker first. It just changed his behaviors, made him more um, yeah. selfish and, you know, you know, more of a jerk. But it, it wasn't like cool dance moves, mm, the the cool dance oh, moves. God. Yeah. <laughs> have a good emo look. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe he was looking at the mirror and he was seeing like fucking Tom Cruise or something. And we're <laughs> seeing like emo Toby. And we're going, oh, my God, find me some shade. <laughs> like, oh man, oh, yeah. Funny, I'll, I'll let you finish, but uh, some news that came out about Sam Raimi and then also about Andy Circus, um, talking about Venom as well. I mm-hmm. bring it. So, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, Andy Circus, who directed this, which I was really excited to watch this movie. I'm glad you brought up Andy Circus because, yeah, I went with a friend and um, my expectations were very low going into this, and um, he did mention it, but Andy Circus did direct it, and I was like, oh. Okay, well, now my expectations are a little bit higher. I'm mm. a big fan of him. Um, I'll be honest with you, I didn't see a lot of Andy Circus in here at all. Like, I, you could have told me the first guy directed this. It's not, yep, it, it didn't really like have the much first of a movie. It did. It really, I didn't get much of a takeaway. Um, so, there is, I think that's what Ed Underground was trying to get to. There's one reason to watch this movie, and it's pretty much the only reason to watch this movie is the yes. mid credit sequence. Um, and it is a big deal. It is it's probably it's, it's huge. It's, it's a huge deal. <clears throat> so um, do you want to just talk about it? Just describe the scene. OK, well, even before the scene, I noticed there were um, when uh, when Cassidy picked up a note and he was mm-hmm. writing in it to get mm-hmm. to um, to uh, Eddie Brock, mm-hmm. there was a spider on the back of it. And he, yeah, he smashes it. a spider. He smashes a spider. Yeah. And yeah. they were talking about um, heroes and villains too in that dialogue. Yeah. And there's there's also a whole lot of like, yeah, there's a lot of like poetry and yeah, yeah there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> and there's also one part where um, when Eddie Brock and Venom are looking at Cletus Cassidy's uh, cell and there's lots of carved writings in there. And then mm-hmm. they go back home and they're writing out what they saw. Mm-hmm. Within like a split second, you can see a spider, a drawing of a spider, both like in the um, left corner. I saw oh, it. Like, oh, okay, it's kind of cool. Like there. <clears throat> so the end credit scene. Venom. Credit scene. Oh, yeah, Mick, well, was there two yeah. or just one? Just one that I stayed for. <laughs> okay. <so. laughs> 
So, I mean, I'm glad I stayed. I'm really happy I did not walk out right after that movie ended. Yeah, I'm glad I stayed too. And it gets to it pretty quick. You know, the first credit rolls and he might hit two credits throw up and then it goes right in the mid credit scene. Yeah, they probably knew like, okay, this movie's not as good as we thought. This has put this quickly before people start walking out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the end credit scene, um, Venom and Eddie, they're laying in the bed watching Telemundo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Telemundo. Yeah, <clears throat> in the Bahamas or whatever uh, resort. And um, Eddie starts asking Venom about, um, are you holding any secrets? And Venom says, I have thousands of secrets from where I came from. So uh, Venom says, you can't contain, your tiny brain can't contain these secrets. Um, Eddie says, whatever, try me. So Venom says, okay. And you see things starting to happen and um Eddie's he like brain. he opens his mind yeah. to the hive and if you've read the current comic books there's like there's this hive of symbiotes out there in the universe so then yeah. they're all connected to each other so yeah. he opens his mind to the hive and then there's a big flash of light right yeah so <laughs> i think they got cut off because there was a big flash of light from the window mm-hmm. um and so venom is reaching out to something through yeah. the universe to his hive mind or whatever and there's a big old flash of light, and um, our characters are in a hotel room. They're, they were in a hotel room in like, get the Caribbean. Get to the damn. I know. Like, the details. Details. Jesus. <laughs> get to the, you say? All right, fine, fine. fine. They were, they were in a hotel room. Right. I was now, really holding no, hold it on. back. I'm like, Jesus. Yes. The, the it's, curtains, it's, it's literally the curtains a minute in the hotel room. <laughs> Would you shut the fuck up? Wait. <laughs> They Jeez. were in a hotel room, right? They were in a hotel room. <laughs> now, in the mini bar, there is. <laughs> oh my god! A, okay, all right, I get it. I get it. Okay. <laughs> a bottle of Jameson. It was three you years old. You don't have an eye for the scene. It was um, turned ninety degrees to the left. <laughs> yeah, all right. So there's a big flash of light when he asks about the, you know, the other symbiotes, and the hotel room they're in is in the Caribbean or whatever, somewhere in the south. Um, and he gets dropped into a nicer hotel room. Like it's like the his environment, like has the whole changed. room just changes. Yeah, he's like so. The idea is like he's in a different place, but it's the same place. Mm-hmm. The TV's on. It was night. Now it's day. The TV's on. He goes up to the TV, and it's your J. Jonah Jameson talking about Spider Man, and you get Tom Holland there on the TV, you. and um, you got uh, Venom says Venom says um, this guy some like some familiarity with him, but not necessarily anything else. And he licks the the image of Tom Hardy, um, and that kind of ends there. There's a joke at the end, but it's stupid. But the idea basically is that he's been transported to the MCU. Mm. Nice. Okay. Thank you. Jeez. I just want to get. I just want you guys to say that he can just say. I know. Like, goodness, that was a huge relief. Holy. That God. now there. So any circus. Well, there's more to talk about too he, in that scene. He went like, to the. There's more. So yeah. Brock went to the front counter. I mean, and he counted out twenty dollars, so but he yeah. wanted some change. Like you guys literally so went, went to. The... I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> any was basically it explaining the damn thing. Yeah. Oh, it's because it, it's a big deal. So, but I'm saying, like, well, I mean, there's, there's a when he was reaching out to the to the hive mind. I my expectation was that they were going to show null. They were going to show, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's specific wording Mm -hmm. in what he was saying. So, what Ender Underground was trying to describe Mm -hmm. is what, you know, his thinking in the scene, which I also shared. 
that they're going to reach out. You're going to see no. And we're going to, you know, some who they're going to get to play. No, that's going to be your big third Venom villain. You know, who's going to fight after Carnage? But of course, he ends up in the MCU. So the idea is that the big flash of light is him crossing over the multiverse. Um, there's a lot of ideas that it's Doctor Strange. That's what Doctor Strange, that moment he does that is the moment we'll see in the movie where that's yeah. the thing that brings Venom to that universe is this thing that brings Doc Ock and Green Goblin. All those, they all have the same experience, all those villains that are coming to one place. So we kind of seen it. We've seen it from one character's perspective already. So anyways, Venom is now in the MCU. Yeah, I mean that's what that's why that's what the big thing I was talking about with Andy Serkis before um he before Venom was actually available to be watched, he did say that Venom will fight, uh we'll see Spider-Man in the MCU. And this no. is this is I mean, this is you know before Venom came out. So I'm glad that you know there is actually a payoff for that. Um yeah. you know, I, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of not happy with no being if he's the next big big guy there are other symbiotes that can possibly be uh, be a build-up to it so that's where i'm just kind of like uh um, really, yeah do we really want him because he's really the he i mean if you're looking in the the symbiote universe he is the final boss yeah so it's just kind of like if you go with him like granted i mean this is i don't want i i don't think of venom being a I don't, this is, I don't think this is, be, this is the Dragon Ball Z problem. Yeah, I don't want I don't want Venom <laughs> to be uh, a 10 series movie where he fights literally every symbiote out there, you know, like anti-venom and so forth. But he's going through every symbiote that he can fight, and then he finally gets to know. I mean, granted, I know there's a point where you gotta stop and you know you don't want to bore people out. But I just find I find that to be weird if they do go to him being the next uh super villain in the series mm-hmm. and i'll be really upset if he gets destroyed in one movie and or he they fight him in one movie and somehow stop them it just feels, it feels weird. possibly but you saw this scene already yeah, it's on YouTube, dude. I, I, the I, fuck, I, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm horrible, man. <laughs> you so, yeah, I was like, I, I'm pretty much, a, I'm that person just like, yeah, go fuck me. I'll just go. Yeah, you are the worst. <laughs> I am the worst. Jump off a bridge. Fuck. Yeah, I'm horrible. What is the point of all that? <laughs> yeah. No, Christ. no, no. The point of all that was. Thanks for directing that movie, jackass. Yeah. Call me when it's on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And only the last two minutes. Screw you, know. casting crew. <laughs> did, did I, I did that with uh Shang Shang Chi. You did that uh, with Shang Chi too? No, no, what? no. Remember, remember, I was supposed to go see it, and then I found out this guy's out of control. It's going to HBO in November. I'm just like, oh, guess I'm gonna wait until it comes out on HBO. I'm yeah. not gonna spend money for it if I don't have to. Oh, um, my goodness. But yeah, the only thing like it seemed like they did something cool with the multiverse, possibly, uh, and pushing Venom into, um into the mcu so that's i think that's pretty awesome there was also uh, a major development also that we didn't mention at underground i don't know if you caught it there's another character in the movie shriek yeah so she has she's from the comics um yeah. and she's in maximum carnage she's the one who can yell uh, has a high-pitched scream and that really messes with the symbiotes yeah and she's like venom's girl or carnage's girlfriend she's in the movie she's in that same capacity um what but the main thing that i 
took away from that was she specifically mentions that she has a mutation. Yeah. Yeah. She she doesn't describe it as anything else. She says her mutation. And it's the first, I think the first time that they've said mutation in an MCU related series. Yeah, but and that was they, Sony still. So not anymore. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> not anymore. It's yeah. very they're much sh- up in they're there. Sharing. They're sharing it at this point, right? <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean Sony, Sony and Marvel have already from what I understood, they still they've already discussed it and they already said that they're willing to share Spider-Man within both universes. And that and I think Marvel and Disney is going to direct it, but they're going to share the license as far as Venom, that same the same Venom that we currently know will be part of the MCU now. Well, yeah. I think if Sony if Sony decides that we don't want to be part of this. They have an easy out now. Oh, well, we go back to our own universe. They literally yeah. can do that. That is true. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of Marvel's own making. So, I mean, they might have fucked themselves. But let's be, let's be honest. Uh, who do you think is going to make a better Venom? Marvel or Marvel. Marvel. Sony? Exactly. Marvel. So, um, I think Sony. that Sony, I think the Sony can do it. I think they just haven't gotten their <sighs> shit together. And I think because Spider Man was in this MCU deal, and they wanted to get a Venom movie, they couldn't do it right. So they couldn't get the the relationship going and the development and the payoff. So now they have an established Venom, which people like. They have an established Spider-Man, which people like. Thank you very much, Disney, for doing all the heavy lifting for us. Everyone loves this guy. Bye. Click. And they, they have their own universe ready to go and they have a perfect out. So, I mean, if they want to, I think they have the a lot of power. I don't think a lot of people like yeah. Venom. Actually, I just think um, if it was for if it wasn't for Tom Hardy, I don't think this uh, franchise, if you call it a franchise, these Venom movies would would be good. I don't know. I, I disagree. I think people do like this Venom. I think that that's why he's has the mannerisms he has. People I just don't like him. The goofy, goofy buddy, buddy. Cop. I think that that there is some brilliance in that idea that I know that we don't like that better, Venom's but I think there is a bunch of times in the comics. Yeah. He hasn't yeah. always been the straight character that you think he is. Yeah, well, yeah I know that, but from the beginning, though, he's yeah. known for being the more straight character. Is what you're 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 saying? Like he does have that ability to be goofy. Yeah. Somebody mm-hmm. decided to market him a little more goofy, a little more PG thirteen. And family friendly, and yeah. Family friendly, um, and more jokey in his behaviors with Eddie Brock, and hey, it works. I mean, they gotta sell toys, they gotta sell franchises, and somebody I mean, knows what they're doing. Look at look. I said look at it from this point of view. They have Morbius coming out uh, very soon, um, which is being uh, directed by Sony. So I believe that they don't have much of a choice to. I think with Venom, they had to go with the more family friendly approach to get started um after that point with morbius you can maybe be able because morbius looks a little bit more serious than venom did or venom does but we we, we don't know we might get in there and then you know uh jared leto might be the goofy morbius and might be you know all jokes and all fun games and blah 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 we, we don't know so we'll see what happens but i feel like this venom works for the universe of what it is and so subtle keep going, keep going. so <laughs> mm, i can't type you, stuff <laughs> you know, 
Uh, so, <laughs> I got you, and I'm, I think uh, crew. I, I know what you're saying, Creamcast. I think yeah. uh, we're both simpatico on that. Yeah. So, uh, it, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just mind blown by how. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna keep my, keep my comments myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, tell you later. Um, no, you just told. Never mind. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I feel like uh, <laughs> you broke his brain. Yeah, you freaking broke my brain. I'm sorry. Yes. Venom, Venom, Venom works for the universe as is. I think I think it's a good. It's not the Venom that we know from the comic books per se, yeah. but it, yeah. it works for movies. And we always gotta remember that. Like better than Spider Man Three Venom. Yeah, better than Spider Man yeah. Three. Venom. Well, oh, Spider Man yeah, Three, Spider Man Three Venom. Venom was introduced as a villain. This Venom is introduced as a hero. There's a Anti-hero. different approach. Yeah. Well, well. I mean, I haven't seen the second one, but it's well, comparatively, we have Venom and Carnage. He I don't even think he's an anti hero. He doesn't do anything much anti hero in this he movie. He doesn't. Right, no. right, right. What I'm, what I'm yeah. saying is that he's well, all talk. Well, you say he's not the hero, but he's eating possibly good people, per se. They're bad guys, but he's, he's still one person. Be. I'm talking even the old, in the old, uh, the first movie. The oh, first the first movie. movie, does he eat people? Yeah, he, he, he I think he does, but, right? they're bad, but they're bad guys. So it's okay. like, all right. But do you see Spider Man, like, you know, the friendly neighborhood Spider Man, you know, zipping along and then, you know, stinging people with his spider thing, going to kill mode <laughs> and killing people? I, I don't know. But mm-hmm. it, it, it works. I think ultimately, Venom works for what it is. And I think it's good. The medium of a comic book does not necessarily translate well into a movie, uh, into, into a film. So, like, you know, Thor, Thor from the comic books. Is not the same Thor that we're getting in in the movies. Like mm-hmm. think of like Thor, uh, Love and Thunder, not Love and Thunder, um, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Ragnarok. That Thor, you, I mean, is at least from the early Thor comic books. That was not the Thor that you had. Thor was super serious all the time. You know, all about justice and fighting and so forth. Not this goofy guy. Now I know that later Thor iterations became a little bit more goofier and so forth, but. Sometimes the medium doesn't mix with, doesn't the medium doesn't mix well in different mediums. So I think mm. it works. I think it's fine. I think it's something that you know we, if we didn't have this venom, I mean, we probably would never have a venom. So it is what it is. I take. I think this venom is closer to the venom that I want than we've had. So it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, I feel I, bad I for just, poor Sam Raimi. That's all. I feel bad for him. Yeah, because he did uh, he did an article recently. And he was talking about how bad. He got shit on for Spider-Man 3. He was like, I thought I would never make another, well, first a superhero movie, but I think he meant more like he'll never make another movie again because of how bad it did. So um, he never wanted to add Venom to that movie. They forced them to do it. Yeah, I know Venom, Venom was a last minute thing. It sucked. You could tell that Venom was not, should not have been in that movie, but nope. it is what it is. But this I right. I think Venom needs to be rated R. I just think so. I do uh, like this Venom more than the Spider-Man 3 Venom, but just the facial CGI of Venom and Tom Hardy. Like, my Venom, I want that spider on his chest. I want that origin. That's what I want. And that might, that might happen in... But what, in that doesn't Spider-Man. have anything to do with it being rated R, though. Well... Yeah, that's kind of true. You're like, I mean, for like, for like Carnage. I think you just want more violence, right? You want more violence. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's Carnage. Like, I'm for Carnage, yes, violence. you're right about yeah. Carnage. Yeah. This, yeah. Yeah. The Carnage does not, in my mind, it's an NC-17 movie. So it's wow. like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean oh, you're not really? messing around with Carnage. He's he's like, yeah. 
did you yeah. feel that um the relationship between uh cassidy and i forgot the girl's name did you feel like any joker harley quinn vibes between the two yeah i mean that's clearly what they're going they're trying to yeah, yeah i feel that a lot and also um i didn't I wasn't big fan of the actor who played who played uh cassidy Woody Harrelson? Woody, Woody Harrelson? I think he's a good actor, but I don't think he was the right cast um, for Carnage. That's just my opinion. Um, I'll agree with you that um, I think Woody, he's a good actor, and I think he brought something interesting to Cletus Cassidy, but they, I felt like she should have gotten younger. Uh, younger and more... Crazy? I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to say crazy, but more... There's, a, there's a, like a carefreeness with youth that Woody yeah. Harrelson doesn't have anymore that he used to have. Yeah. And that's what I, I think Cleus Cassidy's more of like a fuck the world, you know, live, live, you know, what, what's the saying? Live fast. Uh, die young. YOLO yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. YOLO or you live fast. Die young. The embodiment of that is, is Cletus Cassidy. So I always imagined a young, a young, you know, person. And like I said, I always imagined carnage as a very much a child. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. How did he get? How did he get a haircut? From his if, you, if you notice, in the the teaser, he had like an afro type hair, and in the movie, it's. Uh, well, I imagine shorter. he got a haircut from a barber. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Solve that mystery. Oh. Yep. There you uh, go. Mystery. Send him my way. Send him my way. He would and he would have got away with it if it wasn't for Dark Side giving away the secrets. Jeez. <laughs> Mind blow. See, you know, the funny thing is, you know, the reason why Ed doesn't know about haircuts, he hasn't cut his hair in like six months. I mean, so it makes sense. Ed my barber has been missing. And then when he came back. He was charging 60 bucks for haircuts. Yeah, that's not the reason why you decided to keep your hair long. Well, no, I intentionally got my hair long. Then when I saw he was charging 60 bucks when he came back, like, nah. But then I thought, okay, what if I just do something different to my hair? So there you go. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to just let my hair grow out. No, he disappeared during the whole lockdown thing. And then after everything. There are other out. barbers out there. Yeah. Okay, so there's a thing here. Mind blown. Mine is blown. He's like, wait, he's like, holy shit, really? There, no, no, there's a thing here. It, <laughs> all right, how about this cream cast? Do you just go to any barber or do you go to the same barber that you like, you know, for quite a while? I'm probably the wrong person to ask. I cut most of the time, majority of the time, I cut my own hair. Okay. When I don't cut my own hair, I go to any barber. I go to, I pick a barber and I find a barber and I go to them relatively inconsistently, but I go to any barber that's available that has high ratings. I use an app called Booksy. Um, Why did you only ask Creamcast about that? <laughs> well, let's, be, let's, let's be real, Dark Oh, side. because you have- <laughs> Why don't we be real? This has been episode 18 of the Blurred Podcast. You can find us on all major platforms and on twitch.tv slash the Blurred Podcast. Catch you later. Blue you later, you basic bitch. Hey!